Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Luna Love of the Podcast acknowledges the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded, the Araqual people of the Bunjalung Nation, and pays respects to elders past, present, and emerging. <laughs> Welcome to Luna Love of the Podcast. I'm your host, Jordana Levine. In today's episode, we're going to be exploring the asteroid Chiron. So what you're going to need to do to fully understand everything um, that I'm talking about in this episode is to find out what your natal Chiron placement is is. All you need to do is, I guess, if you have your natal chart, it will be on there. You're looking for Chiron. Otherwise, I'm pretty sure if you Google what is my Chiron placement, some sort of Chiron calculator will come up. Chiron is an asteroid. Yeah, it's not a planet. Some people actually call it a centaur, but for the sake of this podcast, I'm going to keep referring to it as an asteroid. It is known as the wounded healer. And I love reading people's Chiron placements when I do a natal chart reading. It always hits a nerve. And that's because Chiron is representative of a wound or a trauma that we've carried our entire lives. Yeah, it's often been picked up in childhood. Sometimes it's a past life wound. Sometimes you'll remember it, other times you won't. Sometimes it'll be a significant event. Most of the time, it won't be. People often think that their Chiron placement is a burden, something that they have to carry, but it's actually the opposite. And this is what's so beautiful about having an awareness of your Chiron placement, because it's a gift. You see, this wound creates profound personal experiences, which set you on a journey of self-discovery in order to heal. And we all know the best self-discovery and personal development work comes from pain. (laughs) Insert evil love. But it's true, right? That's where we learn our biggest lessons. By working on our Chiron wound, We gain understanding and clarity around it. The wound then becomes a strength that we can use to help others who might be struggling with a similar issue. And the more that we can help people in a similar predicament, the more we begin to recognize our wounds as a gift that we have to offer the world. Chiron really gives off this um, kind of, I've been there, I get it approach. 
I always think that the strongest healers and practitioners have worked with their Chiron placement, yeah? Because it gives them empathy for those who are treading similar waters. An example um, of Chiron playing out really well that my astrology teacher gave me was AA, right? Or any of the A's, NA, SA, all the A's. Basically, it's the ultimate display of the wounded healer. It's someone who's been through the pain. Someone who's been through the pain and then becomes the support person for others going through a similar predicament. I've been there. I get it. Now, we don't all have to become healers or sponsors. It could be, you know, supporting a friend. It could be creating a business or a product, contributing to the community, Um, there's so many different ways our Chiron placement can play out. It could be as your role as parent. What we're going to do in this episode is I'm going to go through each of the Chiron signs, um, but I want you to know that your house placement is also going to impact this, as will the aspects that your Chiron makes to other planets, right? Now, it's too advanced and complicated to go through what each Chiron aspect would mean depending on the planet that it's aspecting to. So I'm not going to do that. And also we're going to be here for eternity if I also go through all the houses. So if you hear about your Chiron by sign and it strikes a chord and you want to know more, look into the Chiron placements by house Or book a reading with me and in your natal chart reading, we do spend quite a bit of time on your Chiron placement, not only what it means and the significance to you, but also how you can begin to heal it and use it to your advantage. Now, Chiron takes approximately 51 years to complete a full cycle. So that's to go through all 12 zodiac signs, but the time it stays in each sign can differ yeah sometimes it's there for two years sometimes it's there for four years it will differ it will retrograde at some point during the year in saying that most people with the same age as you will have the same Chiron placement and this is why the house is so significant right because just because you were born in 84 can't mean that we all have the same Chiron wound right it will play out in different ways. It can be interpreted in different ways, but the play, the house placement and the aspects it's making will give it its own individual flavor that makes it unique to you. All right, but for now, we're just going to go through each of the signs. So let's start with Chiron in Aries. The Chiron in Aries wound is known as the wound of self. It's this feeling like the self isn't good enough or you're not free to be yourself, or there's judgment for being yourself, the feeling that you can't just be you, or that you're misunderstood for being you. Yeah, so it can play out in in various ways. Then we've got uh, Chiron in Taurus, which is the wound of loss. It's this feeling that at any time you could lose something, could be money it could be a person it could be love it could even be possessions and this idea of losing something doesn't really come with logic it's just like this undeniable feeling that you could lose this thing at any time the wound of Chiron in Gemini is known as the wound of words 
right? When I first heard this, my Chiron is in Gemini. I was like, I mean, are you surprised? My everything's in Gemini. Um, But I was like, the wound of words. I don't have a wound around words. I find it really easy to express my words, use my words. But the Chiron in Gemini wound is really about this feeling of, it can play out in many different ways, but it could be the feeling of being unintelligent or that your words don't matter or scared that your words will be misconstrued or misunderstood or it doesn't matter what you say your words are not truly heard yeah so some sort of variation on your words not being received and I can definitely definitely relate to that especially as a kid like if I think back to school Um, I was always really scared to put my hand up in case the words that came out of my mouth didn't convey what I was trying to say, which holds no logic really when I think about it. But at the time, it felt very, very true for me. Um, And still to this day, I can see it playing out. I feel like I've healed quite a bit of my wound of words um, through my writing is how I heal it. Um, And also working with other writers has enabled me to understand the wound of, do my words matter? All right, let's move on. Chiron in Cancer is the wound of family. I also kind of see it as the wound of belonging. The Chiron in Cancer wound is kind of this core belief that one is unlovable, yeah, or has been abandoned. And it often will come up through family. So some sort of early childhood family trauma maybe or um, just a feeling of not belonging within the family but it can lead to core feelings of loneliness emptiness emotional pain Um, I've I have worked with a lot of people with Chiron in cancer I guess it's just the age demographic that's coming for their readings but it can kind of play out in two ways so in the first scenario Someone with Chiron and Cancer might withdraw from love or pursue relationships with unattainable people. And that kind of reinforces the idea that they're unlovable. Yeah, this person doesn't love me, I'm unlovable. The other way it can play out is that they go overboard nurturing others. So it's sort of like, I give you all this love and you give me nothing in return, which proves my point that I'm unlovable. The way of healing Chiron and Cancer is, a, is really about self-love. It's about belonging to self, accepting self. I mean, most of these wounds are about accepting self. Yeah. Uh, Chiron in... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying yeah an extra few times for the one, the one listener who hates it. Everyone else seems to like it. Yeah. Um, all right, let's, let's move on. Uh, Chiron in Leo, the wound of talent. The, the wound of Leo and the wound of talent is kind of this feeling that they're not recognized or noticed for their specialness. They might feel like they fade into the background, they're not feeling seen. And again, it can manifest in two ways. It, it could manifest as like desperately trying to seek attention, looking for a constant need of approval or fading into the background, feeling unworthy of being in the spotlight. Either way, the Chiron in Leo wound is very sensitive to criticism and constantly feeling like um, they need to prove themselves. 
Then we've got the Chiron in Virgo wound, which is the wound of perfection. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Um, this wound really relates to your self-worth. Chiron in Virgo people will usually try to fix themselves in some way. Um, and the idea behind this fixing is to achieve perfection. Yeah. It's a very self-critical wound. Um, sometimes, not all the time, but I've seen it manifest in uh, ways like OCD, uh, body dysmorphia, this um, pursuit of unattainable perfection. Then we've got Chiron in Libra, which is the wound of relationships. Surprise, surprise. Chiron and Libra will often feel like there is something missing from their life. And usually this something is their soulmate, right? Now, of course, this wound doesn't just relate to when you're single. People with a Chiron and Libra wound will often feel like they're alone or there's some sense of hurt or loneliness even when they're in relationship. Yeah, it doesn't matter if they're alone or in relationship, the wound is there. It's almost like while the wound is active, a relationship will always feel incomplete. It's like the fulfillment isn't there, right? So if you have your Chiron in Libra really working on having an awareness around where that wound has come from is really important because all you want is relationship, but you will never be satisfied in relationship until this wound is healed. Then we've got Chiron in Scorpio, which is the wound of control. Oh, and it's such a hard, hard wound, the, the wound in Scorpio. It basically creates a control problem that blocks you from developing natural trust and love in relationships and not just romantic relationships, but any kind of relationship. Because of this wound, um, often people will only trust control instead of trusting positive intentions or authentic love. It's almost like the person with Chiron in Scorpio can't understand a world where people don't control each other because that's all they've ever known or that's how the wound was created. Then we've got the Chiron in Sagittarius, which is the wound of belief. It's a trauma around your belief and sense of meaning. And again, it can manifest in two ways. In the first scenario, you might avoid thinking that a higher power exists. It's almost like the, this feeling that life is meaningless. You can't find any purpose in it. So you simply choose to ignore the idea of God or universe or source. The second scenario is you go to great lengths in order to find meaning. You might rely on others for answers and information, but you can't really use that information constructively. Nothing really assimilates. It's constantly looking for the meaning of life, but not integrating any of it. Then we've got uh, Chiron in Capricorn. I've never actually met anyone with Chiron in Capricorn, but it's the wound of recognition. It'll also play out much like all of these placements with the correlating house right so I've seen people with their Chiron in the 10th house play out quite similarly to Chiron in Capricorn it's the wound of recognition 
it's basically, you know, all about your need for achievement. Uh, You'll often feel unrecognized, unnoticed, unheard, no matter how hard you try. Uh, There's probably this feeling that you sort of like fade into the background, especially in the area of the house where your Chiron sits. People with their Chiron and Capricorn are usually quite ambitious in some way, but you get wounded over and over when your efforts go unrecognized, constantly feeling like a failure. It's not an obvious wound to other people unless it's in your first house, but it's not an obvious wound to other people uh, because on the outside, you just look like this really hardworking individual. But on the inside, it's coming from a place of pain. Then we've got the Chiron in Aquarius wound, which is the wound of belonging, um, different to the wound of the Chiron in Cancer, which I also said is a wound of belonging. But this belonging is less about belonging to family or a loved one, but more about this idea of a sense of belonging in a community. You might feel disconnected or self-conscious in a group setting. You feel like you don't truly belong in the community in some way. It is common for people with Chiron in Aquarius to seek company, but be lonely among others at the same time. Yeah, I also see this play out in the 11th house um, Chiron placement. Sometimes it goes a big bit bigger than just not feeling like you belong in a community. Sometimes someone with a Chiron in Aquarius can feel like an outsider from the rest of humanity. I mean, I know I felt like that at times. I don't have my Chiron in Aquarius or the 11th house, but sometimes I feel like an alien on this planet. Um, lastly, we have Chiron in Pisces, which is the wound of betrayal. Again, not to make this about me, I don't have my Chiron in Pisces, but I do have my Chiron in the 12th house and I feel aspects of this wound at times. The Chiron in Pisces wound is all about a loss of trust in the universe. And again, it can play out in a couple of ways. In the first way, it's like this deep fear of being hurt by the universe or other forces at play Um, maybe this feeling that the world is unfair or doesn't have mercy on you or you've been left out to dry there's a little bit of a victim mentality that comes through with this wound and I will be the first person to put my hand up and say I have felt like that at times with my Chiron in the 12th the other way it can play out is that you might feel like you're not deserving of the energy of the universe Maybe you feel the suffering of the world very deeply and find it easy to become stuck in your own suffering. This is where the victim side of it comes from as well, right? With all of these Chiron placements, no matter the house or the sign, the healing aspect of it is what is most important, right? We don't become our Chiron wound and use that wound as an excuse. No, 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 no. We use it as a gift and a great power. Having an awareness of the wound, first step, right? So you ticked that box today. (laughs) Realizing it's a wound and working to change your thinking and actions around it, that's the next step. By assisting others, you begin to heal yourself, making the remedy for the hurt twofold. Looking at your Chiron wound simply it's 
about getting your mind off yourself really and putting your attention on aiding and supporting others, which again, I come back to AA, yeah, or NA, this idea of the healing of the alcoholism coming from sponsoring and supporting someone else. There's great power in that. And that the reason I talk about AA and the reason my teacher told us about AA in this context is we can see how well it works. Now, in saying that, I do have to say, if you feel you are deep in a wound, helping others and healing others is probably not the first place to start with your Chiron wound. It's addressing it for yourself and seeing what healing can take place on your own. But then I do think there is much to be learnt about going out and sharing those teachings and guiding, yeah, through that wound. And that's the other way this plays out, right? It's like you don't have to be a healer in the sense of the word of, you know, being a kinesiologist or a Reiki healer or an energy healer of any sense, but teaching, guiding, showing people, yeah, is a really, yeah, fuck, I can't say it now without feeling stupid, is a really beautiful way to begin to heal your Chiron. When we look at Chiron by sign and house, it shows us so many different things. So I just want to recap and go through them. So it shows us the area of our wound, obviously, shows us where your most wounded experiences can now become your healing talents. And also, like, depending on your age, it's likely that most of you have come to heal your Chiron just through your own experience, right? Our Chiron can also kind of show us where our defensive behavior has developed in order to deal with that pain. It can show us where our wisdom comes from. And from that wisdom, we are able to, like I said before, teach, guide, serve others. It might show experiences of a repeated crisis leading to major growth. I often will see Chiron in the seventh house, house of relationships, um, and that person will have experienced some really (laughs) lesson-worthy relationships in that lifetime. But those wounds that are coming up through those relationships, if we are learning each time if we are taking on board the lessons that Chiron is slowly slowly healing and the relationship that you inevitably have from that healing will be healing for the self healing for the relationship and the other person in it it's quite magical when you have Chiron in the seventh when you play it out well Um, it can also sort of show us where we feel inadequate or insufficient, maybe an outcast or a loner, where we may have overinflated our opinion of ourselves because we've used that wound or we've been trying to mask that wound. It's probably a better way to put it. Our Chiron by sign and house can also show us where we may be our own inner teacher and how, and I have to say that's how it's played out for me. Um, with my wound of words, right? I made words my life. <laughs> well, she is healed. I'm not healed at all. Um, every time I write a book, I'm worried about whether my words will matter, whether 
my words will be interpreted the way I intended. I mean, I do that with this podcast too. It's a constant uh, wound and trauma for me, but I move through it by sharing my words and helping other people share their words. There's also something very karmic about your Chiron, right? Your Chiron is showing you where the work is for you and where your gifts come from when you do the work. And I think by doing that, it puts you in touch with your destiny, which is just like super powerful. Now, we could go deeper into this, like I said at the beginning, where your Chiron sits in your natal chart, whether it is conjuncting or squaring or sextiling or trining or opposing another planet will add flavor to how your Chiron plays out. I'm not going to go into that in this episode because I think it's too complicated. But if you are interested in diving into your Chiron a little bit deeper, do book yourself in for a natal chart reading. Um, We can go into it. I think I've said in previous podcast episodes that people will often cry when we talk about their Chiron. Um, And I think the reason that happens is by explaining the wound to you, um, you feel really seen and recognized in that moment. Sometimes we don't even realize it's a wound until we hear someone else say it. So what we can do in those readings is we look at the sign that your Chiron's in, we look at the house placement, we can look at ways to heal it and how it's aspecting the other planets. Um, and, And yeah, I think there's something profound that comes from recognizing your Chiron. There is talk in the astrology community that one day perhaps they will recognize Chiron as a planet, like similar to Pluto. Uh, but for now it's an asteroid. And, and I really do think it holds as much significance as the other planets in the tapestry that is you and getting to know who you are and having a greater sense of self-awareness. All right, my loves, that is Chiron. Um, If you are interested in knowing what's going on astrologically this week, there is quite a bit. I did drop a teaser (laughs) this week of what subscribers of the podcast are listening to in their bonus episode this week. It is a week of being dazed and confused. There is a lot happening with Neptune uh, and all the planets that are in Pisces at the moment. So if you want to know more about that and you want to become a subscriber, you get a bonus episode every week. So that's two Lunar Lover episodes every week. All you need to do is click the link in the show notes of this episode. You can become a member for as little as $8 a month. And if you want to book a natal chart reading, there is also a link for that in the show notes of this episode. Or you can head to jordanalevine.com forward slash readings. I would like to make an official announcement. I will be increasing the prices of natal chart readings. Um, I introduced an introductory price, um, having sat with it for a few months now. Uh, There's quite a bit of work that I put into the readings outside of the hour and 15 minutes that you spend with me. I think people who have had readings can attest to that. Um, So there will be a slight increase in price, not a lot, but an increase. So if you do want to book a reading at the current price, um, the prices will go up on the 1st of April. So uh, book yourself in now. You can book for further into the year. You don't have to book before April because I know March is booked, I think. 
but you can book now for whenever. Um, but after the 1st of April, if you book, the prices will have increased. All right, my loves, um, until next moon. Oh my God, do you know what you're in for next week? Uh, it's a new astrological year. Uh, well, the episode will be. <laughs> it's an Aries season episode, an Aries new moon episode. Oh yeah, it's next week. It's all happening next week. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Um, fresh energy, fresh energy. If you do listen to the bonus episode of the podcast this week, you'll know it's a bit of a rough week, right? But then next week, all the fresh energy comes in and I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, so look forward to that episode. All right, my loves, uh, until next new moon, I'm Jordana Levine and you've been listening to Luna Lover, the podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 